this is let's keep this you know a new definition you know you can you gotta let the Lord define you not people not circumstances not situations So many times we have been defined by what has happened to us. And see, this is the, it's a spiritual and psychological trap. This is what the enemy does. The enemy, because he has access to our thought life, begins to put an inkling of something in someone's mind at some particular time. This inkling then picks up steam and it is fed by other inklings. And then at some point, it bursts out into an activity. It bursts into sin. Then that sin then begins to seek a place to uh, 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 lavish that sin upon. For instance, if it's, if it's a sexual sin, then a person with a sexual problem will, will seek someone to lavish that experience on. If it's a wrong way of thinking as a result of an experience. You know, I'm I'm when I hear when I see families, fathers with their children, their young children, and playing with them. It, it, it breaks my heart for myself and my children because I didn't do that for them. So every time I see that image, it's sensitive to me because of what happened to me and what I subsequently perpetrated on other young ones. My father didn't have that experience with me. And I transferred that experience to my children. Not to the same degree, but very much like the same thing, which causes a perpetuation of insecurities in them now. So they're living out my insecurities. And I'm living out my father's insecurities. Until at one point, someone comes along and breaks that mindset. Breaks that spirit. That's a a flow of thought in the heart that's controlled by the spiritual nature of the offense itself. See, every offense that happens to a human being has a spiritual nature to it. That's why Jesus says it's impossible for these offenses not to come to your life. But woe to who they come through, because what he's saying is that you are the channel by which offenses strike your fellow human beings. You're a gateway, a portal 
It's coming through you. It's coming through your life. It's the way your father lived. It's the way you live. And then you potentially prepare children to do the same or be victimized by the insecurity that runs in your family line until you see it. See, this is the spiritual nature of what you're going through as the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal things to you. And then it becomes your responsibility to raise up your spiritual man and do something about it. What's going on in your spiritual house, in your vessel? See, the temple is inside the vessel. Our responsibility as born-again believers is to tend to the temple by tending to the vessel. And what's inside the vessel? An emotional life, a culture, an experience that is different from the culture That's inside of your temple. That's inside of your spirit, man. Your spirit person. We're going to get this real plain. Our job as born-again believers is to do what? Manage the vessel for the temple. And you need to have your consciousness available to you for that. You need to have your your intellect available for that. You need to have your mind available for that. So God is not trying to do away with you. God is trying to fellowship with you through your spirit so that your spirit can govern your vessel. Why? Because it protects the temple. And then the Lord can operate more freely from his temple when you mind the grounds around it. By what you think, what you use your mind for, what you use your body for. What's your purpose? What's your point of view? Is it anything like the Lord's? Or is it like the world? There's a lot of good points about the world that any human being in a reasonably good mind could place upon themselves and be very successful. But we're talking about your spiritual mind, your spiritual culture. What is your spiritual culture like? Born again believer. Now I'll say this. See, the world has a spiritual culture also. But see, the world in itself needs the body to participate in its spiritual culture. That's why it, 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 it strikes poses and holds them. That, that's why it, it, it does all these transcendental things. Why? Because it's using the body as a vehicle to their spirit and into their spirit. But the born-again believer is different. The born-again believer is already in their spirit. 
notice what I said. The born again believer is already in their spirit, meaning that your spiritual mind is already in the temple and communicates with the Holy Spirit all the time. The problem is, is that your spiritual mind that communicates with the Holy Spirit can't talk to you. You run your mouth too much. You don't receive new information other than your experiential information. And people are trapped in experiential information. I think I may have learned a new word. And they can't get out of it. And you won't be able to get out of it. Because it is the nature of our natural thought life is to live in your experience. What else do you have? In the natural sense. But if you are born again believer, you have a whole nother culture living inside of you. I didn't say outside. I didn't say in the sky. I didn't say out in the woods. I didn't say in a cave. That culture, that life, that spiritual life is already inside of your spirit. Your spiritual person wants to stand up in your life. That's why you're grieved. That's why you're depressed. You know why any person is depressed and suffers from depression? Their spiritual person can't stand up. So the spiritual person in you is saddened because the Holy Spirit is grieved. Do you know that your spirit and the Holy Spirit that's inside of your temple, when the Holy Spirit is grieved, your spirit is sad and becomes sad. And that sadness of your spirit can begin to affect your mind, your body. Matter of fact, it will. Got less than eight minutes. Your spiritual mind, when it's sad, can lead you to kill yourself. That's a spiritual sadness. It's not so much the emotions in the heart. The brokenness of the heart has begun to pour into a person's spirit there they, this, thus, therefore, they kill themselves. Sadness can linger in a person's heart so long. Insecurity, brokenness, which is all a part of a cultural experience that they've had. Inside of a culture, inside of a greater culture, inside of a world culture. That's why Jesus says, come on to me, all of you that are broken. And I don't have anything to do with how much money you got. There's a lot of rich, broken people out there who are bruised. How can you not be bruised? That are blind. How can we not be led around? by higher powers.
I'll set you free. I'll exchange that. Come on to me, all of you that are suffering in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind, in your body. Come on to me and I will exchange it for my body. Because my body is whole. My body will be resurrected. My body will be at peace. My body will be in the Father. And you can share in my inheritance now. That's what I'm offering you. That's what Jesus is offering you. A share in his inheritance. See, you don't have no inheritance. You're sharing in his inheritance and the people in the spirits of the world are trying to create their own inheritance outside of Christ. That's why men fight for legacies. It's always amazed me how, you know, maybe rich, it don't have to be rich people, but people want their name to be remembered so they write it on buildings. They want their legacy and they will fight to the last few years of their life maintaining a legacy and not living with their family, maintaining a name and not loving their children, not making amends, not saying I'm sorry. They'll spend the last remaining days of their life, hours of their life, still trying to maintain a legacy. Because they have no inheritance. No spiritual inheritance in Christ. That's a flesh and blood inheritance. You can have an inheritance of death. I had one. When I was born, I was given an inheritance of death. Why? Because one day I will die. But Jesus says, you pass from death to life. That's no longer your inheritance. That's no longer your heritage. That's no longer your inheritance. That's no longer your heritage. That's no longer your place. Your destination. The address of your destination is changing and has changed. That makes you, that should make you walk different in this world. Minding your steps. Because you know that you have another inheritance. You need to mind your steps more. Be conscious of your temple. Is the one that sits on the throne of your temple happy with the surroundings? Does the one that sits on the throne in your temple has to hear a lot of banging and chattering and arguing and fussing from your soul person? So the Holy Spirit says, let's turn up the music a little bit with your spirit so we can dance together, so we can drown out the sound that your soul is making. Then the Holy Spirit tells your soul, soul, stand up and go out and check your soul. If I didn't say it right that time, I'll say it again. Your, your spirit, the Holy Spirit says to your spirit, spirit, go out and check your soul. 
I don't want to get it confused because the enemy is a tongue twister. Holy Spirit says to your spirit, go out there and check your soul. Check your body. See, that's why sometimes we get sick. That's your spirit checking your soul. From a cult or whatever, all of those things. I'm not saying that's always, but I'm just saying to you, when are you your most humblest? When we're sick. Lord, help me, Lord, help me. Why not have that spirit every day towards him? He may recover quicker because you're going to be attacked anyway, but you may recover quicker. Less than a minute to go. See, I don't want my goal. I don't want anything to be too offensive to whoever sits on the throne inside of my temple. And that's the Holy Spirit. I know the Holy Spirit sits on the throne, on the throne in my temple that Christ built with his flesh and blood. I don't want to offend him. I don't want to grieve him. I know I'm going to have issues and problems, but I want to get all that stuff straight in the courtyard outside of the temple. The courtyard is my soul life. Bring it, bringing my soul life under subjection and submission to the word of God, which is Christ Jesus. He is the word made flesh.